Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Where should we begin? Should you recap the scrimmage and then talk about today? I'll let you begin where you would prefer. Well, um, how about the scrimmage? Obviously, it was closed, but I was able to gather a few things here and there. Um, Let's see, where to start? I guess some of the maybe good news would be that – you know, Jaheim Singletary is really starting to come on well at that corner spot, which gives them a lot of confidence, I think, leaving Snacks Johnson over at the nickel. And now I think it's just a question of, for them, you know, do you continue to work in both spots or you just let him focus on nickel? I think probably the answer to that is focus on nickel uh, because you know, they have Keon Stewart, they have Jalen Braxton who's really coming on. In fact, Jalen Braxton may be the guy at kickoff and punt return. They may, like – elevate him all the way up to that. I know a lot of people are talking Isaiah Satania for that job, but uh, from what I've heard from people very close to the program, that uh, Jalen Braxton is absolutely a guy to watch for both those return jobs. But they really like him at corner, obviously. Um, yeah, they, I think they just, you know, and of course you got Nudie there, Keon Stewart. They they feel pretty good about four guys there. You know, Ladarius Bishop would probably be in that conversation, but he's just been banged up so much and latest thing is a random toe infection so uh, but I think they feel good about the four there and so that should allow them to put snacks there I think that's a very important thing to me snacks is the guy that fits that position best you know he's he's you know at least he talks tough he talks pretty tough but he you know he's put together kind of ideal for that spot I think about six foot 195 he can tackle he can cover slot corner uh, slot receivers um, take on blockers, those kinds of things. It's a difficult position to play. Um, I, and it, I, I think if you're going to leave Al Walcott at safety, which it looks like they're going to do, I think that's probably the right call. Then, then moving snacks there I think is the only thing that really makes a lot of sense. You know, moving down to the linebacker level, um, what my sources tell me is that Gene Thomas looked really good in the scrimmage, and they were kind of putting a lot on him and really focusing on him because they needed him to – to show something, you know, show that he's going to be a guy that they can really count on. Obviously, they've got film on him from Cincinnati. But, you know, this was the first live tackle situation. You know, Poop Paul didn't play. And from what I heard, he, he played really well and, and really, really jumped up. Um, I think linebacker overall, they feel pretty good about it. Um, you know, Manny Powell didn't have a great scrimmage. But the guy looks like a million bucks. But it, they, they wanted to see, I think, a little bit more out of him. Um, and he's got to come on because they've got, you know, Brad Spence and Alex Sanford, the two freshman linebackers who have, have really been coming on. Carson Dean, you know, flashed a little in the spring. We haven't heard his name so much uh, during camp so far. That doesn't mean we won't. But at this point when you're talking about the freshmen, it's been a lot of Brad Spence. Alex Sanford has been talked a lot about. And then, um, you know, we just haven't heard about uh, Carson Dean as much. So they're still looking for him to pick it up. 
you know, Isaac Law had a really good scrimmage. I'm told that, you know, it wasn't just his pass catching. Uh, there was one play where he blocked three people, you know, on a, on a big run. Uh, and I was asking this person, you know, if it's third and eight, you know, who's the guy? Who's the, who, who are the quarterbacks looking to? And he said, well, the quarterbacks would tell you four, nine, and probably two. So that's Luke Haz, Isaac Tesla, Andrew Armstrong. So Luke Haz has had a really good camp also. And, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't catch a lot of passes either, but just they just like everything that he's doing. You know, talk some of the, the tight ends today that came in, the, the press conference, um, you know, Francis Sherman said he's like the best freshman tight end that he's ever been around and maybe the best tight end, you know, and I don't know if he's just talking potential or, or what, but, you know, they really like what they have in Luke has. And, of course, we know about Tesla and Andrew Armstrong, Tyrone Broden's there too. Um, you know, Varquez Gums is still learning. You know, he came in later with uh, in, in the spring, uh, in, in after the spring and, and, excuse me, in the summer. And he's still kind of still kind of digesting things. Now they'll wrap up install this week. They'll be done with that. And I think once they get that wrapped up, and it's you know more nothing new. You know, I, I think that uh, you know he'll probably settle in pretty nicely. They they certainly like him a lot. He's got a lot of talent, and they feel good about that. He was very encouraging about Dominic Johnson also uh, running the ball very well. He had a 50-yard touchdown run. He also had another run where the referees called him down when his hand hit the ground, and um, Sam Pittman said that uh, Sam Pittman said that uh, he felt like he wasn't down and that he he would have had another long run. So they're real encouraged with uh, how far Dominic Johnson has come along, and they just think that running back room is is loaded. So um, you know Pittman didn't feel like he was down, and um, he made that pretty clear in the in the press conference. I uh, also know it's uh, – so Isaiah Augustov, Isaiah Augustave, Isaiah Augustov. I mean, we've, we've said his name so many different times, but it's like Augusta, Augusta National Golf Course with a V. Isaiah Augustov. You might have to say it a few times to get used to it. Isaiah Augustov. Isaiah Augustov. Augustov. Like Augusta National. Huh. So anytime you think about saying it, just think of Augusta National and add a V. Isaiah Augustov. Wow, so that's how you say it his so name. many times, we're gonna, it's going to be reverberating in our minds here for the next hour. Isaiah, <laughs> you say it three times and use it in a sentence. That's how you remember. Um, you know the the deepest groups. I think. Well, you know, let's first talk about offensive line a little bit too, because you know there was some discussion about pass protection was was disappointing. I think a lot of that is the defensive line has just been. I mean, they look really good. I, I've said that over and over again. I, feel real good about where they are on the defensive line. Uh, but Devon Manuel was out. Uh, he'll be out uh, a couple few more days. Not, not Nothing serious, but he'll be out a couple few more days. And then, um, but Andrew Chambly, I'm told, look, look, played really well uh, in, in place of him. And, and they're pleased with the way he's coming along also. I really like the way he looks and everything. I know Zach Williams had a really good scrimmage. Um, yeah, and so overall, I, 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 overall, what people tell me from the inside, what I've noticed is the team looks really good. And, you know, Sam Pittman has talked a lot about, you know, the, he, likes the, he likes the team in terms of, you know, how they get along, how they practice together, all those kinds of things. And I think he also, I don't know if he said, but I think he also probably likes the looks of them overall. It's a, it's a pretty big team. 
they're stout on the defensive line. It's always a great place to start on defense. And, yeah, I think they – I think that they feel pretty good about what they have as a program. And the way I would kind of think about it is, you know, if if they've got – if you want to say they have an average SEC team, then I don't think it's unreasonable to expect them to win eight games and go four and four in conference. I mean, if you're saying they're an average SEC team, wouldn't four and four be a reasonable expectation to have? Yes. So that's kind of where I am right now, just based on what I've heard from people close to the program, some of the things Pittman said in his press conferences, and just what I've observed so far. So um, today they were back in shoulder pads, incredible weather day. Also, I mean, the weather has been unreal. Uh, but today it was – it doesn't get much better than this today except for what's projected for tomorrow maybe. Uh, so uh, good weather day. Shoulder pads today, no no leg pads. So they just – they call that shells, helmet and shoulder pads. Uh, but they were, you know, getting after it pretty good with, uh, with a lot of uh, half-line drills and stuff with the running backs and, you know, doing some thudding up and stuff today. Okay, so last year, Trey, going into the season for the first time – in the years, it looked like Arkansas had some depth in the secondary. And then they started dropping like flies, and yeah. the depth was no longer there. They got bad. Can Particular you please tell us, can you please tell us mm-hmm. that while it looks like they're deep at wide receiver, that that won't happen when they lost Bakke? Because they need to keep the rest of them healthy because you, you were bragging on him every day. Yeah. You were bragging on him, and now he's out for the year. Yeah, that one stings because Bakke was having a great, great camp. Like, he was a four-star wide receiver recruit, and yeah. nobody really talked him up that much last year, you know. I mean, nobody was really talking about Sam Bakke. Uh, and then, just like you would expect a four-star second year, 6'3", 205, good-looking wide receiver, um, every time I look up, he's catching a huge touchdown pass, you know, against – starting corner i mean and kj's throwing the ball you know perfectly on some of those where there's no defending them but i mean there was one where he he smoked james singletary pretty good smoked snack johnson pretty good so it's disappointing to see that a guy that looked like he was about to start getting his due uh, is going to be out for the and he is going to be out for the entire year i've got confirmation on that he's not going to be available this season so uh that's a tough one but I've always felt like, you know, their top eight or so wide and they really like the freshmen, Dasmond James yes. and Davion Dozier, but, you know, you still have Isaac Tesla, you still have yeah. Andrew Armstrong, oh, yeah. Tyrone Broden. Yes. So Yeah, they're still loaded. I mean, they just need to not have any more to get hurt like right. it happened last year. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing, too, you know. And Sam Pittman said the other day, I think before the scrimmage, I asked him about him. He said he's going to play as much as any wide receiver we have out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's pretty something. high praise yeah. uh, for a guy that really hasn't been getting a whole lot of headlines. But, yeah, I mean, you hate to be impacted by injuries. Unfortunately, it is part of the game. And this is an area where the transfer portal should really boost oh, Arkansas because Absolutely. of just being able to, you know, lose a guy like that and yeah. – you feel like they should still be trucking along pretty good. You you hate it for Bakke more than anything. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the secondary last year was unlike anything you'd ever seen. It was really, 
you know, safety was really the, the area where you yeah. said, man, they, they got a lot of bodies at safety. And then they just started dropping, dropping, dropping. And you realize pretty quick that, you know, depth doesn't always, you know, just because you start out with depth doesn't mean you're going to gonna keep it. But uh, that was a, that was a bizarre situation what happened last year in the secondary. Not that they were, I mean, they struggled also, but, I mean, a lot of that, I mean, losing Slusher, losing Catalan, you know, Malik Chavis in and out, Latavius Brini playing injured all year. I mean, you just had Ladarius Bishop injured again in the second game. I mean, yeah. it was just unreal what happened back there last year. Yeah, early in the year. Okay, so I know you can get hurt any day in practice. I realize that. But will they have another extensive scrimmage Saturday? And that's yes. two weeks before the first game. And that's got to be it, don't you think, for major scrimmages? Yes. That's all you can have yeah. now is two. You only have two. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, you can do some, I think, live tackling here and there in practice. Um, it can't be a full practice, but uh, you can do that. But it'll be – Saturday will be – so I think, let's see, Wednesday is going to be a little bit of a lighter day. And then Thursday they'll go pretty hard. Friday they'll scale it back again with a shorter practice. And then Saturday they'll hold that final scrimmage. And then I would imagine it from there – you know, you got three more days probably of working on you, and then it's time for scout team to be developed and start working Western Carolina. All right, Trey, this from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback from George. He says, Trey, my sources are telling me that the offensive line got manhandled by the defensive line Saturday. This does not bode well as we are the worst team in the SEC West. How do we even oh expect gosh. to win one game this year? <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to be a rough one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the thing of it is when you're going against each other, somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose. So if it's the other way around, then, you know, the defensive line's terrible. Where's the pressure, you know? But, Trey, your defense at this point better be ahead of your offense. It's all about timing, uh, working as one on offense. I know Coach Pittman said on Saturday, uh, way too many penalties. On the other hand, on the defense, a lot of grabbing that was going on. He said, I, yeah. I didn't necessarily say it was the ones or the ones that are expecting to play. It was on the ones, twos, and threes. But um, you expect your offense to be uh, a little bit behind at this point. Plus, you haven't put in all of your offense. I think he said – when it's Saturday, he said we're about 75% on install. Yeah, they still. this will be the final week of install for offense. The offense is, I mean, if you had your preference, you'd like the defense to be ahead of the offense. Correct. Uh, also, first of all, I, I've seen that in practice with the cornerbacks being grabby. Uh, I've seen it, so I'm not terribly surprised <laughs> that that happened. But as far as, you know, the offensive line versus defensive line, does anybody know how that was structured? No, it was nobody it was, saw it. It was first team offense versus second team defense and second yeah. team, uh, you know. So it was ones versus twos, twos versus one. Right. So it wasn't necessarily, you know, the first offensive line going against the second offensive line and and struggling. You know, it wasn't right. necessarily that. But the defensive line guys, I'm telling you, is really really good. I mean, they 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 have a defensive line like. I mean, just the ability to roll guys one after another like they can. I mean, their second defensive line in a lot of years 
is probably a first defensive line for Arkansas. So that just, I mean, that says a lot about the overall depth that they have right there. All right, uh, this is from Real Rob. He said, what happened to Tykeest Crawford? He was talked about all last season, but still can't get on the field. Any updates? Well, I know he's still battling with Joshua Braun at at the right guard spot. I fully expect Josh Braun to start that game and throughout the season. You know, Tykeest Crawford, looks the part. He, you know, he's a get-off-the-bus-first kind of guy. I don't know. I'd probably send the injured forward off the bus first and tank Booker now But uh, <laughs> you know, because Takias has lost so much weight. He's down to you know probably 320 or so like that. But uh, he just, I mean, sometimes other players are, are better than you. All right, Larry says ESPN+. Plus. Will you please ask Trey if he plans to post the instructions on Twitter for streaming the Western Carolina game for free? He did that last year, and it kept me from having to sign up and pay for ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, sometimes it can be tricky on that app, and I do. it's actually one of, <laughs> one of my most popular videos is uh, just me recording my television, showing everybody how to access it. So, yes, <laughs> I will absolutely do that. Uh, I haven't heard that one. Okay. Uh, Savage says, ask Trey if he's glad the defense is playing better than the offense, or is it the offense takes longer to learn? Well, I think that's definitely part of it. You know, they're installing uh, an offense that's in a lot of ways, it's got some similarities, obviously, but it's it's got a lot of new things. They've got a lot of new pieces on offense as well. So, to me, yes, in in camp, now you'd like to see that gap get closed, but to me, I think you want to see the defense outshining the offense. I mean, and and also we have to remember, you know, just because KJ or Jacoby Criswell is sacked in practice, I mean that's that's getting that's getting too close to the quarterback. That's a sack. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're talking about Criswell and KJ here. I don't know if you guys remember, but KJ is pretty good tackle breaker. And pretty good at losing tackles, oh, yeah. so uh, you know I don't know if I would just count all of those as as sacks per se. Piggy Small says, "Who do you think will be the second leading rusher this year?" I think DeBenyon will be. I agree. I think it'll be DeBenyon, uh, and I, I think you know AJ Green brings plenty to the table as well. But from what we saw from DeBenyon as a freshman and just how much better they say he is than last year from everything from, you know, just being stronger, but just his investment in the weight room, you know, is not that his buy-in was bad. He's just a freshman, just kind of feeling his way around a lot of ways. But uh, DeBenyon, I think, is probably your second leading rusher. And I'm, I'm anxious to see what Dominic Johnson does. I mean, they were real pleased with the way he was running the other day. I mean, real pleased. So we'll see. I mean, obviously he was a big part of that 2021 team, but two ACLs later. Trey, I've had this question asked multiple times, and but I'll give it to you. Uh, from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line, any word on Quincy McAdoo? The last word I heard is that he's not going to play this season. That's what I've been but hearing. But we're not we're – not, scratching out a possible return to football though well, correct right uh let's see 
Uh, ask Trey why I think Arkansas could overlook BYU for the LSU game and lose the BYU game. Let's 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 get a little bit closer to that before we start yeah. well, worrying I mean, about looking that far ahead. Sure, but I mean, hey, BYU lost on their own turf to Arkansas last year. I'm sure there's probably a sentiment of revenge, and mm-hmm. there's definitely the possibility of Arkansas thinking, "Hey, we walked down there and beat L- uh, BYU in their own place, no problem last year." You know, so that can work against you both ways. They can look at recent history when Arkansas won at Texas Tech, lost to Tech at home. They won at yep. TCU, lost to TCU at home. So sure it's got recent history to remember. There you yep. go. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Courtesy of our good friends at Asher Wrecker Service Company.